Weirdom. Revelation by and through the mind of an infant. Chapter 3, verses 1 through the end of chapter 3. Chapter 3, the cheese and the worms. Yeah, you heard it right. Yea, verily, once upon a time, at least once upon a time. There was a wise white owl with two green eyes and one blue. And the owl caught me in her gaze and said, Look. And I looked. And I beheld a mass of flashing, sparkling light storming in between my ears, thrashing away inside my skull. My brain. It was my brain that I beheld. And verily, yea, it appeared before my eyes as if it were a block of cheese. Yeah, that's right, a block of cheese, a block of Swiss cheese full of holes. As if holes are really something that anything could really be filled with. And it was swarming with worms. Millions of worms, teeny, tiny, living, wiggling worms. Take that, Minocchio. And the owl looked at me and said, Who? And I looked back and I said, Minocchio. And then one of the living, wiggly worms looked up from this holy, storming cheese and said, Minocchio, that Italian peasant who was tried as a heretic by the Catholic Church and burned at the stake in 1599 for his outspoken cosmology. And you thought excommunication from the Mormon Church was violent. And another wiggly living worm wiggled around and looked up and said, his outspoken what? And yet another worm wiggled around and looked up and said, his outspoken cosmology, the way that he sees the world or saw the world based on his day-to-day -day observations of everyday life. Minocchio shared his views with all who would hear him. And that upset the Catholic Church. He said that in his opinion, everything was a massive sea of chaos, that earth air, water, and fire were all mixed together, and out of that bulk a mass formed, just as cheese is formed out of milk, and then worms appeared in it, and these worms were the angels and God and all of God's creations, all springing forth quite naturally from the chaotic, formless mass that ultimately becomes everything or something like that. Yep, Minocchio was burned to death in 1599 for such teachings. All that from an owl asking me to look at a storm cloud of living wiggly worm infested cheese inside of my skull. And the owl once again said, look, and I looked. And I saw 
what it appeared to me as a stained glass window that moved and wiggled and twisted like a kaleidoscope. And it filled my mind with unspeakable images, patterns, colors, and fractals. And the owl said, Maybe this will be a better image for you than a worm-infested block of stormy Swiss cheese. And I said, What? And the owl said, You heard me. And I said, Maybe I did, but I don't understand you. And the owl said, I think you do understand me, and you're just being difficult. And I said, That's not very nice. And the owl said, Look, do you want to hear about this stained glass kaleidoscope thingy or not? Because I'm here to tell you that your brain filters reality for you the way that a stained glass window colors the light that passes through it. And I want you to know that because I want you to know that you are an alchemist. Your brain literally transforms and transmutes energy around you to create stories and programs and meaning and all of the things that form the very foundation of your perceived reality. Don't you want to hear more about that? And I looked at the owl and I said, maybe, I don't know, it sounds a little woo-woo. What's in it for me? And the owl said, look, I'm busy. I've got a lot going on, you know. And with that, it flew away. But before it did, I saw something. And that something was truth. And that truth looked a little something like this. Hello. I am a deep earth voice. A voice expressing thoughts from a mind and feelings from a heart that grew out of this planet like an apple grows out of a tree. A voice brought to you by all of the universal forces of nature, both within and without our very being. Both above and below our magnificent umwelt of awareness. A voice that is inviting you to contemplate with me the very beginning. The beginning of all things. The beginning of life. The beginning of you. Where should we begin? Our best current understanding tells us that 13.8 billion years ago, there was some kind of Big Bang. An event that set the stage for everything that followed. An event that is still rippling and reverberating throughout the void. Filling it with space and time. Filling it with tremendous potential for the formless to take form. The form of stars, of planets, of innumerable forms of life. And the ripples within the very fabric of space and time continue to move forward. Is that the beginning we should consider? 4.5 billion years ago, this planet Earth was formed as one of who knows how many potentially life-forming birthing planets within this ever-expanding, ever-rippling, wiggly, wiggly universe. 
and the wiggly ripples within the very fabric of space and time continue moving forward. Is that the beginning we should consider? Just a few short decades ago, a human egg and a human sperm joined together to bring the formless into form that is presently you, your body, and all of the complex bits and parts and self-regulating systems that make it what it is. Combining the genetics of your mother and her entire family line, going back much farther and containing much more data than you can possibly imagine, with the genetics of your father and his entire family line, going back much farther and containing much more data than you can possibly imagine. Culminating in the creation of something new and unique, never before existing within the fabric of space and time. Is this the beginning we should consider? This new iteration of these genetic lines, forming a blueprint of genetic potential for you to grow into, all nested within the wiggly wiggly ripples within the very fabric of space and time as it continues to move forward as your body was formed cell by cell following these genetic blueprints within the sacred chaotic safety of your mother's womb. This is where you first grew skin, bones, your vital and non-vital organs, your magical creative brain that absorbs and transforms vibrations of energy from both outside and inside of you, instructing living neurons to communicate in certain ways when confronted with certain environments, which marked the beginning of some of your earliest habits and instincts. Is this the beginning we should consider? Then you were born into a particular time and a particular place within this ever-fluctuating, still-expanding, wiggly-wiggly universe. And that magical, creative brain of yours has been keeping track of every single wiggle and vibration that it can possibly perceive within its limited sphere of awareness ever since. Is that the beginning we should consider? Of course, there is so much more. Who formed that body of yours as it was developing within your mother's womb? Was it you through any of your conscious thoughts? Was it your mother through any of hers? Was it some kind of God, a creator being commanding the very elements to obey? Or was it each and every one of those elements themselves, self-organizing pieces of collected gene-like intelligence formed through some kind of DNA behind our DNA that flows along with the momentum and inertia of nature, some kind of massive self-organizing system that creates form from the formless potential set in motion by that initial Big Bang, a flow of self-organizing intelligence that brings each form into being as a natural expression of its ever-evolving environment. Every thought that you think Every feeling that you feel, every pain that you suffer, every joy that thrills you, these are all wiggly ripples within the very fabric of space and time, 
ripples within your own heart, ripples within your own mind, all nested perfectly within this interconnected sea of self-organizing intelligence. When you take the time to calm and still your mind, those wiggly ripples keep on rippling. You do not control the massive, ever-expanding, self-organizing sea of intelligence that brought you to this moment, and that is a very good thing. It is much older than you. It has far more experience, far more data, far more big-picture understanding. It knows what our top scientific minds are constantly in the process of exploring and defining. It knows all of those things because it is all of those things. It was the Nile before the Nile was discovered. It was Everest before man ever stepped foot on the planet. It knows what it is doing. It knows how to live and it knows how to die. It knows how to evolve, to progress, to heal when it can heal, to surrender when it needs to surrender, to adapt, to evolve. You are one of the many, many things that this self-organizing intelligence is doing as is every single one of the many, many wiggly living cells living within your body that flow along with all of existence. Your wiggly cells form a highly efficient, cooperative collective that we still are only beginning to acknowledge and understand. Your wiggly cells are flowing along the river of life, doing what they evolved to do, being what they evolved to be. Do you know what happens when a cell forgets that it is part of this cooperative collective? It disconnects. It isolates itself. It judges its neighboring cells as unworthy. It rejects and ignores them. Instead of flowing along with its neighbors, it turns in upon itself, duplicating itself over and over again to create its own warped community, until this warped community interrupts the flow of life so significantly that the entire system shuts down and the form returns once again to the formless. This is what we call cancer. It too is a wiggly ripple within the very fabric of space and time. It too is one of the many forms of existence that the formless creates within the systematic flow of life for itself to experience and to be experienced. Above and beyond the many, many forms of life that are currently flowing together within and without you, these many single and multicellular forms of life that allow you this experience that you are experiencing right now, above and beyond all of that, you are the formless void, peaking its eternal awareness out through a whole of its own design like Pugzatani Phil, and often all it sees are shadows, its own shadows. We are all different versions of that formless void, that Pugzatani Phil. That is the truth that we are all too afraid and confused and too busy to accept, until we learn to trust, until we learn to connect. To trust the self-organizing intelligence of existence itself, to connect through the process of thinking, feeling, contemplating, and imagining, 
to what we were never truly disconnected from in the first place. To trust that no matter where we go or what we do, we are being constantly held and nurtured by the formless intelligence that is expressing itself and experiencing itself through every single self-organizing element that makes up the flow of our existence. Trust that it knows what it is doing, even though none of us really do, except when we connect to it and flow with it through our hearts and feel the stillness and the majesty and the potential of the formless void that is our true nature, the nature that underlies every atom in our bodies. In the beginning was potential for the formless to take form. You are both the formless and the form, coming together in this particular place, in this particular time, flowing along, whether you are aware of it or not, whether you fight against it or not, flowing along with the ripples within the very fabric of space and time that started whenever, wherever they did, and truly has no end. So the next time that you find yourself thinking any kinds of thoughts, or feeling any kind of feelings, take a moment to say thank you to the formless self-organizing intelligence that is, in fact, everything that you have ever experienced, including those thoughts and including those feelings. Be grateful for life. Be grateful for chaos. Be grateful for experience. Relax into life. Be true to your impulses, your instincts, your desires. Trust in the rippling vastness within the very fabric of space and time. Flow along with it. Be what it is encouraging you to be. Trust that you are here to experience everything that you experience, along with everyone and everything else around you. Trust, experience, flow. If you have never done this before, why not start right now? Is this the beginning we should consider? Thank you for listening to Infants on Thrones. Infants on Thrones.